This is the Rich Eisen Show. I can't believe I'm saying this, man, but I'll say it anyway. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. My warning to Buccaneers fans is that we're going to kick you in the teeth. The Lions will have a much better plan. We're going to bite a kneecap off on how to beat the Blitz than the Eagles. We're going to be the last one standing. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Emmy Award winning NBC Sports broadcaster Mike Tirico. NFL Network reporter Jane Slater. Coming up, legendary rapper and actor Snoop Dogg. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yes. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. And um, I just spent a brief, quick hello in the back because, you know, I was. We only have a couple minutes between hours here uh, on our Roku channel feed, as well as the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more. Um, I, I can give you a hint. We've been promoting it. You just heard it. But uh, Mike Del Tufo, here, here's the drop of, the, of your dreams um, that was recorded years ago. It is the greatest. Just a, a, this, this gentleman is in what our I green room right now. Hit what it. it do? It's your boy, Big Snoop D O Double G, coming at you live from Los Angeles. And my DJ, DJ Mikey D. D is in these nuts. That's indeed. That is, it's the greatest drop of all time. It is that. Seriously. Uh, I have to agree. Well, well, Bill Belichick telling you to do your job is also <laughs> another, another very good one. I don't even know what an audio drop is. Uh, uh, I don't even know what an audio <laughs> drop is. We told him what that please Mike, do your job. There you go. That's the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons potentially oh, yeah. saying that. <laughs> Um, Snoop's new film, The Underdogs, is going to be available for streaming next week on uh, Friday, January 26th, exclusively on Prime Video, which you can see right here, of course, through the Roku portal. And he's going to come out to discuss that. Um, Snoop also will discuss his uh, Snoop Football League, his Youth Football League. He drew up that play that we have on a on a on a whiteboard. From 2015, is that what that is? Is, is that when he would came in and he yeah, drew up September, that play? Yeah, uh, September 2015. Okay, Coach Snoop the Great. And the um, post-it notes you see on there are um, admonitions to anybody that uh, comes in here. Do not clean. Do not erase. <laughs> yes, yes. And we've kept this caper going for nine years. Yes. <laughs> So, I don't know. If, is there another side to it? Can he draw up another play before there, he leaves? There is uh, some stuff on the other side. But whatever it is can be erased. Yeah, it's nothing like I mean, it's from an like, old show that was is that, Are you serious? I'm pretty sure it was from an old show. Oh, okay, all right. Though. So maybe we'll get him to draw another play here. Never know. Um, Coach Snoop the Great is coming in. And I uh, can't wait to chat with him. Listen, one of the things we like to do around here, other than to entertain you and have great guests and Speak to you, 844-204-RICH, being a number to dial. Um, we like being right, but we also like making you, our listener and viewer, our cherished listener and viewer. Not in that order. If you listen, great. <laughs> if you watch, cherished viewer and listener. Again, we like uh, accommodating. We want to make you smarter. Bruce Feldman covers college football for Fox Sports and The Athletic. He comes in every single Wednesday. One of the many reasons is because he's informative. He also chose Michigan to win it all. I think he's smart. <laughs> and I think he will make you smarter. Yesterday, on our previous program, he dropped quite the breadcrumb walking out the door. I believe it was in the final segment. He dropped quite the breadcrumb when he's like, well, if the Bears want to draft Caleb Williams and they need an offensive coordinator, 
What about Cliff Kingsbury? Drop that name. I had not heard the name. I'll be straight up with you. Cliff Kingsbury, who's the current quarterbacks coach at the University of Southern California. Speaking of Snoop coming in here, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Cliff would know how to coordinate an offense for Caleb Williams, would he not? Just throwing stuff out there, right? One would think he knows what Caleb likes or dislikes. And if you were, say, a team that has the opportunity to draft Caleb Williams with the first overall selection like the Bears do, and they keep their coach because they want to wait for it, this is where we were weaving a tapestry together. You don't want to blow out the system that you kind of like that side of the football. You could blow out the coach and figure out what to do with the defense. If you're going to get a coach for Caleb Williams, that guy better bring in a great defensive coordinator better than Matt Eberflus. Eberflus. Who's the HC. And the one side of the football looked look pretty damn good the last two months of the season. The defensive side of the football, maybe you keep him and just blow out the offensive staff and you figure out what to do there. And maybe that's what they're doing? Because Schefter just reported, look who's being interviewed for the H, the OC in uh, Chicago. Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, uh, pardon me. Not just the quarterbacks coach. He's a senior offensive analyst. It's kind of like sounds like you, Del Tufo. You want to be known as an audio executive. <laughs> senior <laughs> audio executive. Senior offensive analyst. He's not just any offensive. Excuse funny. me. Excuse me. He's not just any offensive analyst. He's a senior. Not a sophomore. <laughs> not a freshman. Offensive analyst. He's not a junior. No. Please. Come on. Not a red shirt. They're going to take Caleb Williams, aren't they? And they're not bringing him in to make Justin... Fields better, are they? Hey, you know, by the way, that would be that would be a, a, a pretty good choice if you want to go in that direction as well. They're gonna they're gonna get the guy who's been on the sidelines with Caleb Williams hmm. for the last year. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna go do this, aren't they? This is hap- this is happening, people. <laughs> Unless the Bears blow this, right? Don't you think this is the best? possibility is to bring him in as the OC. And by the way, for him, great choice. You can be the offensive coordinator for Caleb Williams at the next level. Show what you, because if Bobby Slowick's getting run right now for doing what he's doing with CJ Stroud, what's he going to look like if he does what he does for Caleb Williams? HC is back on the table. And then all of a sudden he might be back in that bond villain of a, of a spot. On draft night, with his feet up, no, no, uh, no, no socks in his loafers. Remember that nice fire going, the yeah. nice fire pit going. You know what I mean, it was the great, perfect setup. Great view, really was. You know, someone from the Arizona should buy that house and just put. I'm sure. I, by the way, I'm sure somebody already. Has. Yeah, that house. Is I'm not saying. On the I'm saying from the team, and then put their coach in there every. This draft. is happening, right? I Answer me. Yeah. Don't know. It leads me to believe. Well. It might be. You blow out the offensive staff. Everybody gone. Hey, Cliff, you come in, you build it. That's your side of the football. I got everything else, defensive side of the football, and I'll make the decisions when clocks are running and red flags need to be thrown. I got that. Let me ask this question. 
because this is kind of a an important question to be asked, and it's asked quite a bit. And I'll go higher register on this, which means I got to ask it to, to believe it. Do the Bears know what they're doing? <laughs> Do the Chicago Bears know what they are doing? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, Why not? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> Maybe? Because Eberflus' defense the last two months was no joke. That Montez sweat, no joke. Well, it d- does know what they're doing. Is that keeping fields and acquiring more picks no, for number one? No, they're going to get the best player in this draft, the best quarterback okay. in college football, the guy who looks like Mahomes, that yep. guy. They're going to get him. They're going to bring him to Chicago. He'll freeze his ass off, but Mahomes looks good, threw a pretty damn good ball and negative feels like negative 27. Yeah. Get that kid and keep him comfortable by bringing somebody he already knows and respects and likes, I'm assuming, and knows him, knows how he ticks. Let's get the plays drawn up for him, the, what he likes. I got this. Cliff Kingsbury. And then, let's be honest, Cliff then becomes H.C. and waiting. Somewhere else. Or maybe there. I don't know. Eberflus yeah. will have to deal with that. Yeah, I mean, the writing seems to be too know. much on the wall. I don't know. Case. But for the moment, hey, you got that defense, and you have a respect, I'm assuming, of the locker room. You make, you're you the H.C. You're the guy. Let's bring in Cliff Kingsbury. And Kingsbury, I would be like, yeah, sounds good. I get to get back in the NFL. I'm Caleb Williams' guy. Mm-hmm. And... If it works out, suddenly everybody's knocking on my door in January saying, you want to be the HC somewhere else? That's a way to get back into that. It's a win, 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 win. Factual, Rich. Just got to keep winning games. And then Justin Fields sent him the bill in Atlanta. Sign me up. Oh, Bruce Feldman. Yeah, we were ahead of the curve on Cliff and the Bears. It makes too much sense for Chicago to not see if he wants it. That's right, Bruce. You made us smarter. Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And look who's uh, just up the road. Yeah. Who's just up the road? Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel's up the road. Interviewing for the Chargers opening. I think the Chargers should give him the job. <laughs> I bet you do. Well, we know why you want that I to bet happen. You do. Well, because I want Mike Vrabel to be happy. That and I more so you, you want do. Jim Harbaugh to stay put. Oh, that, is, that, that is the biggest piece of information. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. How dare you? I'm just saying. How dare you Am accuse me of having I'm trying to I'm trying to speak from the heart, from the gut, and you accuse me of having a motive? Well, how dare you? I mean, I'm just saying. How dare you? No, di- no I think Bill should take the job in Atlanta. I think Vrabel should take the job in Los Angeles. Perfect fits all around. <laughs> no ulterior motive. No, no. What, would, what, what would my motive be nah, other than wanting to see franchises be successful? You're right. You're and right. coaches I respect Stand up, have man. good fits in their next spots. How dare you? Take your heart pills and, and buckle yeah, up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which, by the way, you don't hear too much here in, in, in Los Angeles unless it's like a 75-year-old guy on his third wife. <laughs> is that the definition? I of a said that. I said those words into this microphone. Rich, is that the definition of a mensch? Now, are those pills blue or oh, are they them. which? No, heart pills, oh, Chris. Oh, sorry. Okay. I think my battery went out. Heart pills. We thought they were those pills you could get at the I, gas Guys, station. I think we should all focus oh, on what's sorry. important around here. Yeah, right. Mark McCarthy. Two things. Two things. The Bears may be getting this right. Maybe. 
And I think Vrabel and the Chargers are a great fit. (laughs) Do you mean it? Down to my core. (laughs) All right, let's take a break and bring out Snoop Dogg. I'm so fired up. Man. Snoop Dogg, when we come back live on the Rich Eisen Show. And for the Roku channel, a clip from the underdogs, which you can start streaming here next Friday. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. We're now back with the Rich Eisen Show radio audience. We just saw a clip of the underdogs again are is available for streaming next week, Friday, January 26th, exclusively on Prime Video, which is, of course, available on Roku, the television home of our show, uh, to which our friend Snoop Dogg has returned after a multiple-year absence. It's great to see you, Snoop. It great really to is. be back here. What's up, Radio World? It's great to have <laughs> you, man. And I... So I don't know which way to go to start this interview, but let's let's start with the film again as well. You're playing a youth coach in this movie, and you play a youth coach in real life. I mean, you are a youth football coach. And how long has the Snoop, Snoop Youth Football League been running? We've been up since 2005. That's when we were established. Um, so we're 18 years and running. Um, proud of my league, proud of what it's produced, and, you know, it's still going. I remember you coming on NFL Network – and NFL Total Access in 05, we had you split screen with Paul Tagley, but with the commissioner yes. at the time. And the commissioner gave me permission via my homegirl, Constance Schwartz, to use any NFL logo on any team in my football league. So we started patenting our kids after NFL teams. And that's how, before he was a Texan and before he was a Buckeye, C.J. Stroud was a Steeler. Yes, sir. A Pomona Steeler. A Pomona 
Steeler. Yes, sir. There, look at that kid on the <laughs> wow. screen right there. Look at that fresh-faced. Was he 13 at the time? Is yes, that what sir. he was? 12, 11, 12, 13, he played in my league. As a stealer. Yes, sir. You know we the stealers, baby. I know, you know that. Come on, man. You know you put, see, now, that's the question. Like, did you put a kid you, you, you saw he's got the chops? You put him in a stealer uniform, Snoop? Come on, that man. You know that's what I, I was coaching the stealers. <laughs> I, I made my program and my organization the stealers, the Pomona Steelers, because I'm such a diehard stealer fan. But it was multiple teams in my league that were outstanding that produced some great kids. The Compton Vikings produced uh, Lenore and uh, – Keyshawn Mixon, the L.A. Demos produced Romeo Dobbs. So it's a bunch of kids that came out of my league that played for multiple programs. And how about this weekend for both of them? Obviously, Stroud and Dobbs. I'm so excited watching these games. Now, I don't even watch for the the win of it all. I watch for the thrill to see the, that these kids have grow, turned into grown men and they playing big roles on these teams. And they used to these bright lights because they were put in these positions as kids. So now when they get to the NFL in these bright light games, it's not a surprise that they're having these big games because they was brought up in these situations. You know, and, and I, again, knowing you, Snoop, like, obviously you want these kids to succeed, but you also know it's important to see them on stages like this so your youth league can, you know, continue and keep on giving the opportunity to a bunch of kids that are out there. What is it like for you to sit there wherever you're watching these games and see Stroud be the clear stud that he is and Dobbs coming up with a game that you know the the Packers haven't seen since Devontae Adams was doing it for them this is like it's like a proud father you know because every kid that plays in my league is considered my baby because more than likely they come in as babies and they leave as men so they may outgrow my lap but they'll never outgrow my heart so they're gonna remain babies to me so when I see them watching them doing their thing. I'm just so proud, so happy. The fact that they stayed true to it, that they stuck to it, that they got good at it, that they studied, that they became great at their craft and not just took it for granted. And uh, shout out to them for being on their job and doing their job. Well, they're certainly doing that. Do you reach out to Stroud every now and then? Do you speak yeah, to yeah. Him? I seen CJ when I was in Houston. I had a show and he came to see me. Mm -hmm. And this was like in the preseason when they had lost a couple of preseason games. But I could just tell that he was so you know, laser focused on what he was doing. And he's such a spiritual kid. He's so positive. That's what I like about him is that he's pushing a different narrative than a lot of these other guys in the league. He's pushing a real narrative of spirit, love, and just being a, a voice of, of positivity. Well, in terms of his personal life as well, I mean, a lot of folks might not know the story about him and his dad. And was was that some, something going on when he was part of the Snoop Youth Football League? Yes, sir. My, my guy, Coach Superfly, stepped in and became like his coach, role model, to assist with his mom and assist with his family. So, you know, in my league, it takes a village to raise one kid. And the beautiful thing is we have so many great coaches and mentors and people who value that these kids' time and, and put time into them. So when we see these guys successful, it's a group effort. It's a lot of people that put in that time and effort. And we're just proud to, to be connected to these kids. Yeah, and again, it's just uh, I, when I speak to Kurt Warner um, and speak to him about Stroud, he doesn't talk about how he's great as a rookie. He's talking about how he's great as a as good as a veteran quarterback in the NFL right now. Like the stuff that he's doing, that he's putting on tape, that he's putting on the scoreboard, is stuff that some of the other veteran quarterbacks in the league are not doing hmm. right now. It truly is unbelievable. Shout out to the Snoop Youth Football League for coaching these kids up, man. Go. They said we was a league that was 
ghetto in the beginning. Now they know we really be coaching. So shout out to all of the coaches out there. Great work. Keep it up. And uh, Prime was also um, in on the Snoop League yeah, for you know, a while Prime, to start. Prime, we've been doing this for a long time. He's moved up to the collegiate level. I stayed down on the lower level. But Prime has always been my friend. He's always been involved with kids. He's always helped me as far as coaching. We've coached against each other. We've coached each other's kids. That's what we do as men. We try to bring the best out of these babies because we both love being there for those kids. We were just talking off air. We might as well bring it on air right now. Snoop Dogg here on the Rich Eisen Show. The Underdog's available for streaming next week, uh, next Friday, exclusively on Prime Video, which you can see right here on Roku. Um, is I, I tell the story a lot about how Dion loves coaching and loves being there for kids talk about it all the time and the story i tell all the time is that he on the night that it was announced he was going into the pro football hall of fame was not there at the <laughs> announcement itself because he wouldn't show up until he was done with his practice that he was running for his youth team at the time because he would not even for the ultimate personal moment and achievement give an ounce or a whiff to the kids that his personal moment was more important than their team moment collectively. And I tell that story all the time and how the NFL Network's like, we'll send you a car, we'll send you this. And he was pissed <laughs> on the night that he was getting his ultimate <laughs> achievement coming. And he showed up with his whistle on and his coaching <laughs> gear on, just like, and he, we had to settle him in when he finally showed up to get through being angry about going. And he was practicing to take on... The Snoop Dogg All-Stars. <laughs> <laughs> and you were at this practice as well? I was at my practice with my team. He right. was at practice with his team. And this was like, I believe, the day before the game. So he was intense because in his mind, he was coaching against a great coach and a great team. But he had the advantage because he'd been doing this longer. And he'd seen my team and I hadn't seen his. And when he got back from that thing with y'all. Yeah. He called me and he was like, "Man, they tried to mess my game up, deal double. They tried to throw me off." Brother, <laughs> 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 the Hall of Fame announcement. <laughs> he thought y'all tried to throw his game off of me. I'm like, "Prime, that's the ultimate award, homie. I mean, you got to go get that." But you know how I'm the same way when I'm coaching my babies. It's been many times that I've turned down millions of dollars, big events, things that people would say, "Oh my God, how did you turn that down?" Mm -hmm. When I'm coaching them kids, I'm locked in with them. And I understand what Dion felt. You don't want to break the attention away from them when you're giving them attention to show that it's about you. It's always about them. So when the game starts, they'll play for you. But I hadn't heard the that part about this story until now. <laughs> he thought it was a competitive disadvantage? Yes. because <laughs> Yes. Wow. I hadn't heard that part. <laughs> uh, he wants to win, right? Dion is a winner, man. I've noticed. Now, were you at the Colorado State game this year? When did you I, go? I didn't go to no games you this didn't go. year. Okay. I, I supported from at home because okay. it was just too much. When I'm coaching, I don't like all of that around me, and I just wanted to respect Prime and let him get his coaching on it sure. as opposed to being in the way in pictures and all of that. It's a game that you guys are playing right now. I didn't want the kids to be unfocused as well because the celebrities that was there, they cool, but I'm a little different. I'm like a coach. I'm personal with them. So mm -hmm. I feel like I would have been a distraction. So who do you reach out to? Uh, at, do you ever reach out to Tomlin for coaching thoughts, advice, conversation? Honestly, like the co you wouldn't even believe what coach that I talk to the most. 
Who's that? Pete Carroll. Okay. I talked to Pete the well, most. I mean, the, is that the USC it's connection? It's the USC connection and just the, just the way he recruited when he was here. I took a lot of my spirit from him as far as being up close and personal with the parents when you're dealing with the kids. Like, I love that process that he had when he was at SC. He would always get a relationship with the parents and then the kids. So that's what I do when I coach football. So that way, in case the kids are having difficulties in school or having some problems, I can step in and assist a parent with my voice, but using their message to be the reason. Huh. So what are you, can you let us in on what is the conversation like with Pete and Snoop? What is that like? We talk X's and O's. We talk life. We talk family. Um, Pete just come to a lot of my shows, too, whenever I was in the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a real down-to-earth type of, like, care-about-you person. Like, he really care. Like, a lot of these guys that I have relationships with, we high and by, but Pete checks in. And, you know, the day that they let him go, mm-hmm. we FaceTime. Because I just wanted to check his spirit to make sure he was good. How was he? Upbeat. Hoping that another team called. Was telling me about certain places he wouldn't mind being. So... He's still in the mood to coach. And that's what I love to hear is that he's still in the spirit of. This is what we do. Once a coach, once a coach, always a coach. Once you start affecting these kids and these young men, it becomes a part of your life to be a mentor. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that so much about all the coaches that I've been around. It's tough to get out of their blood. You know, I actually saw Mariucci, obviously. I've, I've known him for almost 20 years. And I, whenever I see him on the field, whenever he's on the field, he'll go up to refs, you know, hit him in the hip, just talk about what plays are. And he, he it's tough to get it out of the blood. I watch him know? in those all-star games with them high school students. Yeah, he loves that. He's crazy out there. He, <laughs> he really thinks he he's does still love coaching. That. And he talks about when those kids go on to the next level, he talks about them like you talk about Because it. He, he, he became attached to them. Right. So now he feels like he's a part of their journey. That's what it is with coaching. Like, once you sit down and become engaged with one of those players or those kids and they grow, you're so happy for their growth. That's what it's supposed to be. You celebrate that. Mm-hmm. And now Stroud is doing what he's He's going into Baltimore this weekend. Look out. Right? <sighs> I mean. Well, the Steelers beat Baltimore twice this year. I don't care Lamar wasn't there the last game. We beat him twice. That's, I'm just, <laughs> you look in the score. You look in the scorebook. I see it. I know. I hear you. So, I mean, that, that'll be a, a rough one. Uh, but before we get to talking a little bit of football, uh, let's talk about your your movie. So how long is the uh, – we talked about it briefly uh, about 10-some-odd minutes ago, but let's hit it again for the full audience here. The Underdogs, how, how did this come about? How the, we... the Underdogs came about for me having a meeting with some beautiful people up at MGM mm-hmm. and then – converting it into some great writers and putting a team around it that understood the story. So the story is Jason Jennings is an ex-NFL star who is top five wide receiver of all time in his mind. Mm -hmm. And he's not playing anymore. This is like his second or third year not playing. And he's on the, the hunt or the search for some sort of thing other than football. Like what you're doing, like, I mean, Analysm and paparazzi. No, speaking like talking and okay. sports and the, the sure. things that athletes do when they're finished. Mm-hmm. They get on the microphone and they broadcast and tell the game. So he's looking for that, but that doesn't happen. His agent and him have some sort of misunderstanding. Some things happen. He goes to court and he gets sent back to Long Beach to coach a youth football team. And it's a lesson that he learns as well as a lesson that he's teaching. And 
I, I don't want to give anything away about how the movie movie goes. Do you, do you like the character, like the acting? You like the whole business of it? Snoop? I, I love the fact that it's not me, mm-hmm. but it's a world that I come from and it's connected to me. And, it, and if you know anything about football, if you know anything about life, this is a great story for you to see that these two worlds come together and how football is so important. We're teaching camaraderie, teaching teamwork, teaching unity, teaching how to work with others and to play your position, to play your role. And then the life skills and the life things that you learn outside of football, we incorporated all of that in this movie. This movie is, like I said, so much to add to it, to just say it's just a football movie. It's like a love story, a football movie, a lesson story. And I had so much fun doing it because I could play an NFL star that I never was. Mm -hmm. And then I could play a, you football coach in which I was, but the style of coaching is not the style that I coach with. <laughs> yes. you see well, what I'm I'll say this. I hope not. No, no, it's not my style at all. <laughs> yeah, just, so that's what was fun you know. about it, Rich. I could dive into this role and yes. say, okay, this is something that I've never done before. So let me be all I can be in this, sure. you know, uh, Bobby Knight style of coaching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything but the chair throwing. I get it. Um, and Mike Epps, George Lopez in this as well. Great A cast. great ensemble, man. Great comedians, great actors who played their parts to make it easy on me. Like, I love being with great actors because they make my job easy. Sure. Of course. Like a team. Yes, right? sir. No doubt about that. Uh, and again, the underdogs available on Prime Video. Uh, available on Roku uh, starting next Friday. Check it out. And again, right here on the, the Roku platform for sure. So, all right, let's get into some uh, some football conversation. I have been talking about Mike Tomlin from here, and I got a little bit in the hot water with folks in Western Pennsylvania. They got they don't like it when you talk about Mike. Well, well, I, I well, I said that they they'd be out of their the words I used was out of their friggin' minds if they wanted Tomlin gone. And then, unfortunately for me, caping for Tomlin, they lost back-to-back games to two-win teams at home, you know, in, mm-hmm. in a span of five days. So it didn't really help back my play a little bit, to be straight <laughs> up with you. But um, and, and now here is a conversation about his status is an open question in, in Pittsburgh. What, what, are you t- what are your two cents on that? Well, Snoop? I've been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan since 1975, Rich, and I've only seen three coaches. I've seen Chuck Noll. Uh, Bill Cower, and now Mike Tomlin. So with that being said, our organization ain't like others. We don't do all that flip-flopping. And we've had terrible seasons up under Chuck Noll and up under Bill Cower. This man has not had one terrible season. And it's just a matter of the staff, if you ask me. It's not him, it's the staff. Well, he, he's the one who chooses the staff. So though. maybe it should be a general manager or somebody that steps in and does some assisting and say, well, we're going to pick the D coordinator and the O coordinator, and you oversee it all, coach, because we ain't been to the, the thing in a long time. Like, we just keep sliding in or backing in, and, and it's cool, but I want it all. We used to win around here, so I feel like it should be some sort of adjustment with the staff because the teams that are winning – it's the staff that picks the right players and then coaches the best players and then put them in the best positions to win. And then the style of offense, like our offense has to be 2025, not 1984. Like we got to move it around and get it doing what it's supposed to do. Defense, I'm not unhappy with at all. I love the way our defense fly around. But as far as like our offensive look, I think it could be a lot better. When you think about the 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 Bills, the Chiefs, the Ravens, Lions, the, the Lions, yeah, just the way like they're moving. I'm Brown around, like 
like use your players and move them around. We got too many good players not to move them around. So that that's what I was saying before. We're kind of like a, of the like mind here. Because T.J. Watt was like Coach T. I, he even he even I'm, said I quit if he ain't here. He basically said that. He said it was part of his contract <laughs> talks. He went to a little kid on him. If he's not coaching, I quit. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. I was like, yeah. dang, yeah, I love that's de- that's dedication and devotion. That means that this coach is more than a coach. If I don't want to play for anyone else, right? And so maybe doing the exact opposite on the offensive side of the ball. Yes, because you know I, the, the narrative. And we always talk about narratives at my alma mater at Michigan is Harbaugh around 2021 decided, all right, I'm going to get a whole bunch of new younger coaches in here that that are more plugged into what I guess is newfangled or or is, as you said, 2025. I noticed you didn't say 2024. Yes, sir. You're already looking one year down the road that that and and it and it helped change things. There's no doubt about it. It helped change coaches thought for Michigan this year. In the past couple of years, you could just see. Yeah. They took advantage of what was on the other side. Some coaches just coach to call plays. A great coach is going to coach to outdo what's on the other side. Like, if we can outrun y'all, we bigger than y'all, we stronger than y'all, we're going to run the ball 37 times. Yeah, right. If y'all don't have no DBs, then we're going to throw on y'all. But it's not going to be, we're just going to be throwing to try to look good when we can actually run and get 28 points and be up by 21 with two minutes left. Like, smart coaches, like, I look at a smart coach like this, too. When it's third down or when you down, are you trying to win or are you just trying to throw the ball in front of the chains or behind the chains? Yeah. I look at that a whole lot. When they third down and then you throwing the ball, it's third and six and you're throwing the ball four yards. If it's third and six, you need to be throwing at least seven oh, yards. Oh, that drives me nuts. I hate that. Throwing behind the six, throwing behind the line of scrimmage Rich, when you got to get to that. the sticks. You ought to hear me cussing the TV out. <laughs> I hate that. You throwing it behind the – the line scrimmage even, not just behind the sticks. You're throwing it sometimes behind the line of scrimmage and saying, let's block and try and get seven yards from two yards back. I, I also don't like, I mean, while we're going there, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm more old school. I don't like going in shotgun when you need a half inch. Why not getting up? Yeah. What are you doing? I know that. I'm the same way. We're back four yards now. What if he misses the ball? That's eight yards. That drives me insane too. So, um, what do you, what are your two cents on Caleb Williams? What do you know of him and what you can tell folks about him at the next level best you can tell well i'm a friend of caleb's um i love him on and off the field i feel like he's a a young version of patrick mahomes i don't know why but i just feel like when i'm watching him he just feel like patrick mahomes but the key to patrick mahomes is he's got a great coach great system great play calling and players to assist that that's what's going to be the kick to Caleb. Where does he go? Who's the coach? What's the system? And who are the players he's throwing to? Because look at Bryce, amazing player. Went to the Panthers, no bad coaching, bad system, players not at the par. He looks bad. Look at CJ, good coach, good system, mm-hmm. nice receivers. He looks like top fivers quarterback. So all of that is important. And I think back to Elway, Manning, not Peyton, but Eli. How they was like, oh, I ain't going there. Right. I remember that clear. They were like, I'm I'm, I'm not going there. Nope. Mm -hmm. You got to trade me. So maybe that's in the clause. Like, he he may want to go to 
a team that has at least a chance? Well, the Bears just uh, welcomed in for an interview for offensive coordinator Cliff Kingsbury. The SC coach? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. That's a package deal. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. I wouldn't be mad at that. I would leave that defensive coordinator on the side. The, the, They're going to leave the coach? He, he balled out. Right, he did. He bought out. By the way, have you noticed that Snoop and I have had the same opinions on everything <laughs> over this last, not just 20 minutes, but for the last three hours? That's what I was saying. Like, the, the idea is keep Eberflus. He's got him looking right. Defense. And if they bring in Kingsbury, maybe the Bears know what they're doing. As long as he stay over there and he stay over right. there. Like, <laughs> and, and the two shall not meet. Yeah, do not meet so up. So then what do you say? Because the red, how, the red flag will be as well. How will Caleb handle adversity? Because this year he didn't get the Heisman this year was not remotely close to a successful year. And it's a team game and all that. The conversation that you hear about him and I'm not, I'm bringing it up. Not that I advocate for what, when he went and hopped in the stands and he's, he found his mom and he, he started crying on her shoulder. Mm -hmm. I found that to be a human moment. I find that to be a mama's boy. So, what's wrong with being a mama's boy? That's I, what I am. Hey, listen. So, but you're gonna, th- that's what he's going to hear. He's going to start hearing those red flags, and then obviously adversity is going to hit in Chicago or the NFL. How how do you think he will handle? He's a tough kid. He's a tough kid. Like, come on, man. <laughs> this kid is tough. Like, certain kids are made for this. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's built for that. You he know is. what I mean? I think he's built for anything that you're going to put in front of him because you didn't think that he was going to win the Heisman when he got to SC that year. Nobody did. We just thought he was going to be cool. But when he did all them things, he did. But then after you do that, then there's expectations. Mm-hmm. So now there's no expectations. So all you got to do is go out and ball and do what you're supposed to do. Snoop Dogg is here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm going to take a break if you don't mind to uh, have one more uh, segment with you and send you on down the road. Why not? Not why. Okay. I like that. <laughs> I like that answer. Uh, more analyzing from Snoop Dogg. You're very good at this, by the way. Thank Next. you, brother. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Roku channel. Again, the underdog streaming next week right here on uh, Roku, exclusively on Prime Video. Snoop Dogg is here. One of the funniest things I've seen you do in recent years was doing the Olympics with Kevin Hart. Is one of the, and, and you 
and Kevin reacting to what was that the dressage the horse? Yes, sir. <laughs> when you would you say the horse was pimp walking? Is he, that he the crip walking? <laughs> Is one of the funniest things you and Kevin <laughs> reacting to the. Rea- did you guys see this? Uh, I think it was Sarah's idea. Did, was it Sarah? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sarah Tiano was. was uh, uh, she was one of the writers on that, and I think uh, she came up with What that. up, Sarah? <laughs> so you just you reacting to some of these, because some of these Olympic sports are just, I don't know who created these. It's not a sheer boredom, right? Like, let's, let's have this and call it a competition, you know? So, what sport would you want to call? If you could call any sport. Um, what sport would I want to call if I could call it? NASCAR. Really? Yeah. Why? Because the cars be going so fast. It's like fast paced. And I'm, I'm so laid back and so in pocket. I wonder if I would get high intensity if I would turn up rather than stay in pocket. Okay. So it would be right. a different version of me. Oh, just a different version of you just to... Then the... The adrenaline, the voice, the okay. attitude. And play, the races last a while, though, so you can, you know. Be popping for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think NASCAR just got on it right now. Right, right? For sure. <laughs> well, there's an event at the Coliseum in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. F1? Uh, no, it's the, the NASCAR Bush race. It's oh, the Bush. Short track. Okay. Anheuser Bush. There okay. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Get it all together. Yeah. That would be great. All right, so Snoop Dogg is here. Our radio audience is about to rejoin us. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, it's, it's so awesome to have you here. It's been way too long. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Snoop Dogg. One more segment with, with you, sir. Um, Before we go any further, yep. shout out to the Michigan Wolverines. I know you're Thank a you. diehard Wolverine. I hadn't seen you since y'all won it all. I've seen many seasons with y'all almost doing it. Mm-hmm. Getting close to it. Y'all finally got over the hump. Congratulations. I know that Thank made you. you feel good. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. Uh, every All the guys here on the set, TJ in particular, uh, behind you, has been telling me I need to say it with my chest you a little should. bit more. I mean, like, I come on, man. When the Lakers win, I'm, like, I'm just going to leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do something, man. You got to let it be known. Oh, I and... and uh, uh, M tattoo right here, Rich. Come on, quick <laughs> Yes. 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 Well, well Harbaugh says he's going he's to get a tattoo. You got to match him. Come on, dog. You've been down with the program just as long. Don't I play with me. Down. Do not play with me. Well, I mean, I I, I use my voice rather no, than my man, skin. No, man, I need no? to see it on your arm right, right there when you pop up, when you say, hey... Rich, what school are you? <laughs> Act like you know. Like you got a pop on a quick plan. Okay. All right. You must know some folks in the area that, uh, you know. I'll get you plugged up, man. Get you right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Rich. Uh, hey, listen, if Harbaugh comes out here to coach uh, the Chargers, maybe it can get a two-for-one deal. Easy call. Yeah, I'm, I, it was amazing. Uh, honestly, I, 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 I don't know if I've ever felt that. I was at the Rose Bowl with my family, with my wife and my kids, seeing that there at the Rose Bowl, beating Alabama, retiring Nick Saban, then going ahead and getting the Washington coach. But stop in Alabama. Stop in Alabama. That was, part right there. Come on, Rich. How was your I, heart beating in oh oh, that play call? Oh, my God. Oh, I, I did my cardio just sitting there watching it, Snoop. Oh, that was really off. I, I couldn't even believe that we were there at the Rose Bowl and beat Nick Saban, and then he retires. 
Mm-hmm. And then the job is taken by the guy that we beat the following week in Washington. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we great. retired we retired a couple coaches. Good job, baby. Does that say it? I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that's, it with my chest. Great enough. job. You saying right. it with your chest. Thank you. Uh so what are you what's your two cents <laughs> on uh the Cowboys sticking with Mike McCarthy? I got a lot of friends that are Cowboy fans and they are mad about it. Like all of my friends that are Cowboy fans, they mad at the quarterback and they mad at the coach. I'm not a Cowboy fan, so I just watch football for that reason, but I have a lot of friends that play for that team, and mm-hmm. I, you know, hope they can get over the hump sooner or later, because they do have a good team, and you know, we expect more from them because they're America's team. Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Who's making it and who's winning it? That's going to be a hard one, Rich. I don't know right now because it's it's not it's not a for sure like one to me. Like nobody's a one-one. If you think about the Packers and the 49ers, right? The way the Packers just played this week. I wouldn't be surprised if they shook up Frisco. Then you think about the Buccaneers and the Lions, right? Baker Mayfield on one right now. I'm looking at all the under teams. Uh-huh. I'm looking at the over teams. Well, it's your, your movie's called The Underdog. Exactly, so I got to go with The Underdog. Understood. <laughs> and then you talk about C.J. Stroud against the Ravens. That's a hell of an underdog right there. But I C.J. may do it. His team may do it. They're young. they inspired. DeMarco, he's got them pumped up. So who's the underdog between the Chiefs and the Bills? It can't be Mahomes, can it? It's never P. Diddy, baby. It's uh, <laughs> it's Josh. Because Josh ain't did it in that moment. He's done it in the regular season, but this is the moment. like, And the pressure's on him. To me, the pressure's on Josh. Patrick got how many rings? Two. Say that again? <laughs> Two. Okay, then. So until you do, you have to. He's the monkey on your back. I'll say this. Joe Burrow did that. Even though he didn't win the championship, he took that monkey off his back because Mahomes is like what Brady was in the AFC. You have to go through him to get it done. So until you beat him, you you ain't going to get it done. So if your best guess was who's going to make it in Vegas? Vegas, I would go with best guess? Mm-hmm. Mm. Baltimore, Frisco. Yeah, I took the one seeds too. Look at us. We're literally lockstep. I took the one seed. I took the one seeds too, but it's so rare that the one seeds make it, let alone in back to back years. That was one seed versus one seed last year too. Real question. Yes. How do you think that two weeks off is going to affect the Ravens and the 49ers playing these two hot teams they just played? Um, Great question. It's really three weeks off because neither of them played, played. That's true. In week eighteen, three weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Ravens hardly played. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's I know okay. Still, we did still want it. Weeks. But, okay. but 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 that that's that's his point is a lot of the yeah. starters didn't play week eighteen for both the Niners is that and good the Ravens. Or bad? Well, for McCaffrey, who was hurt. I think right. it's good. It might be bad. I I don't know. I, I these are great questions because you want to talk about hot teams, Texans and Packers. And they and, rhythm is on. They in right. step. They route running. Their defense. Their place to be. Like it's like it's not a catch up. It's like I'm there right now. I've, I've coached football, and when we have a week off or something like that, somebody drifting away. He ain't paying attention. He ain't as fast as he was. He ate too much. He didn't stick to the script. Something is gonna go off in them three weeks. And also, they're taking on not just hot teams, but young teams that don't know what they should don't know. Don't care. Right. They don't care. Right. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm with you on the Ravens and and the and the Niners too. But man, it could it could anybody be, could do it. It could be Texans versus Packers or Lions versus Chiefs. It could be just all of that, <laughs> just like Week One. Uh, by the way, I loved when you did um, the media 
stuff for my show in Super Bowl 50. With Peyton Manning. Yeah, with Manning. You went, because uh, I knew it. I knew it. Not only would you be great at it, but sending you in on a Thursday when the guys are done ants and it's quite, they, they probably, they interviewed you, they probably interviewed you more than you interviewing them when you stopped in there. I had a blast. Would you ever want to do that again? I would love to do it again. And just so you know, Rich, I thank mm-hmm. you for that because since that moment, I've been doing boxing, football, hockey, any sport that has been available to me, I believe that was like the opportunity that they seen that I could actually do it. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to show. Are that you could. kidding me? You, you you were awesome. Like you were legit awesome at it. You had, you knew the right questions to ask. I mean, and you you're Snoop. I mean, you walk in there and you certainly are going to be able to cut the line. You know what I mean? Not yeah, that yeah. you did that, but yeah. when you walk in, you know, everyone notices you when you walk in the door. So. I'd love to see if you're up for doing that again. I'm down to do that. I would love to do that, man. Do you? That's like a dream come true for me to okay. be in the crowd and all of a sudden be like, hey, uh, so Patrick, <laughs> <laughs> Snoop over here. <laughs> hey, Snoop. No, Snoop for the Rich Eisen Show. Exactly. Like, that's what, for the Snoop Rich Eisen. from the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the win. I come would on, do that. Man, okay. You know I represent for you. I had the tag on and everything. Rich, I was representing oh, we for you. We credentialed you. That's what I'm I went in with your credentials on. Like, watch out. Now I'm with Rich. Move. <laughs> are you, are you going to be in Vegas? Do you I'll be, to be in there, Vegas? so let's figure it out. Okay. I know you ain't got nobody like me right now. There is nobody like you. Okay, well, let's talk about <laughs> no, it. Let's forget about right now. I mean, just, just in general and in life. It's a one-on-one right now. We'll do that. No, for sure. Um, and because Vegas is just going to be That's nuts. a good spot for a Super Bowl. I agree. Uh, I, it, it was great for the draft. There's nothing like you it for the draft. You know what it was great for, too? The Pro Bowl last year. Pro Bowl? I was there at the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. This was the most exciting Pro Bowl I've ever been to. They had flag football. They had competitions with the strong guys. And mm-hmm. they had – it just was so fun. Tricks with the receivers. And it was, it was like – a yeah. little league event. They made it fun. Like, it made it like they were big kids. I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed it, too. Um, so, again, uh, everybody, how, how can anybody get involved with the Snoop Youth Football League? What Snoop Youth do? Football League. Hit us up at SnoopYouthFootballLeague.com. If you're in the L.A. area, you can reach out to Coach Wadu or Nakani, and they will plug you up and get you and your kids right into our system. And we also have the Snoop Youth Special Stars for kids with special needs and disabilities. So we have a program for those kids as well. So we're looking out for all of the kids out here. So let us know if you're trying to find something for your kids to do. That's I love awesome. it. That That's is awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's still You're the best, man. The Underdogs, again, available for streaming next week, Friday, January 26th, exclusively on Prime Video, which is available right here on the Roku, Roku. platform. I got Roku. <laughs> I used to watch you on the NFL Network. Now I watch you on Roku. I like it. <laughs> I, you can't avoid me, Snoop. You, you can't everywhere. avoid me. You everywhere. I, 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 I like popping up in places. I you see you popping like over Red and Baca. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'm getting a Michigan tattoo, guys. You got to get the M on your arm. I, I need t- to see that. Told you that. Last I don't think your mom is uh, too happy. Well, my mom doesn't need to know. <laughs> no, she ain't got to see that. Just wear, your, wear a long sleeve it's when you wear it. Super necessary. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing the show like McAfee. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have nothing. All right. <laughs> we'll be back to wrap it up on Roku in a sec.